Welcome to the Just Stick Around podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Stillwell. And I'm Jim Stillwell. And uh, we are related. And so it's been a long time coming, but we're finally doing this thing. Yeah, it has been a long time coming when you think about it, huh? Yeah. Um, but let's talk a little bit about like how we got here in the first place. I know we kind of jokingly talked about this for in 2017 when we first moved up back up here to Sacramento um, to start the House of Prayer. But we would just have a bunch of conversations in our living room about the Lord, about difficulty, exciting things. Um, I mean, but it was really, it, yeah, I mean, we've really had lots of conversations where like, we need to re- just record this. Right, because during 2017 to 2020, before we started the House of Prayer Sacramento, God was doing so much in us, um, probably around a lot of the themes that we wanted to, we didn't realize at the time, but we would say, hey, these would be great conversations to have in a podcast. And, and here we are now, you know, three, three years plus jumping into this exciting time. So it's great. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, when I think about, cause during those years we moved up, well, when we moved up here, there was. We had so much of the Lord's um, encouragement, to put it that way, to move up here and start this, and uh, and it didn't happen right away. <laughs> right, when we thought it would. Yeah, we thought we'd get up here and it would just go, and it was three years of praying and waiting and tough. And that's where I think a lot of these conversations actually come out of, which is really pretty cool to think about because it was uh, that was a pr- those were pressing times and we were up here we're like what are we doing we're you know i mean we can get that to that uh, maybe another episode down the road about what that was really like but it was there was pressure it was tension it was i remember waking up going what are we doing up here <laughs> some days you know it's almost the opposite of this podcast title we didn't want to stick around no we huh? wanted to get out <laughs> yes. well i did i know for me i was i was trying to move other places you know um well, I was asking the Lord, and in his kindness, he continued to not let me do that, which was great, um, looking back on it, even though it was difficult. So so that's really so, you know, maybe, Dad, you can share a little bit. Why are we doing this podcast? And we just talked about that, but the, the whole title, Just Stick Around, is really about what? Well, I, I think when I, w- I, in my mind, when I think about that phrase, just stick around, it, it it's a, just a simple phrase, but through many conversations I've had with people of all ages, really, uh, certainly young adults that are following Jesus, uh, that are going through ups and downs in their 20s, and for that matter, people that are older than that, you know, 30s, 40s, I have fa- found, even throughout the years that I've been a pastor, um, that we really need to encourage one another to stay in this with Jesus. And so that's the phrase, just stick around because it's so easy to want to, to want to jump out of it because things aren't going the way we thought, or we thought God was going to do it this way in my life. Mm -hmm. certainly in our timing. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. So with the backdrop of those three years, 2017 to 2020, I think we, uh, we realized, hey, there's some things that we want to just share and hopefully to be helpful to people. Right. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, because in a house of prayer context, you know, 
from my point of view, it's it draws a lot of people in, and it's exciting when you find out about this place that exists where I can come in and worship and pray. And it's like that. It's really w- it's wonderful. The Lord really stirs your heart, and you're like, oh, I'll never stop doing this. But then there comes the point where you have relational tensions with people. You're not experiencing God's presence as much. Um, you're like, is this still valuable for me, or should I just move on? And it's not just within a house of prayer context, but I think it's just within our church culture in general. It's easy to want to bounce around, and it's not wrong to go different places at all. But it's easy when things start to get, when there's tension or um, having some relational issues with people, and it may be small, it's almost like, oh, I can just go somewhere else. But you kind of don't get the same benefit, actually, of what you get when you stick around. It's like there's real um, healing that happens as you stay, as long as that's what the Lord's leading you to do. Sure. And that's what I think I've seen is it's like, I remember in the early days, that's what we would tell people who were having these highs in God. It, to me, that was what it was. I was like, wow, okay, this person's life is getting changed by being in a prayer room and talking with the Lord. It's just them being with God. But something I always felt stirred to tell them was, hey, stick around when this, you know, and I didn't say when this gets hard, cause, but you know, it's it's gonna. Right. It's gonna some get point. hard. <laughs> yeah, at some point, uh, it's gonna be difficult and not what you planned for. Right. And um, I think giving people, maybe not so much a, well, giving them a vision for that, that that's part of walking out your life as a follower of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And again, if we can be helpful through this podcast, um, we want to be, you know, just to be able to talk about some of the real challenges. And we'll do that over the many episodes that we have. Yeah. We really want to give people biblical truth and conversations, open, vulnerable conversations that can encourage people to stay committed to loving Jesus and loving others. Because that's something I know that for me, I've, I've walked through where I'm going, wow, if I would have just left in certain areas of my life, I wouldn't actually reap the benefit of real relationships where people really know me, I know them, we know our weaknesses, and we choose to love each other despite it. And that is really, really rich. And I think we'll get into that too. And that's, that is why we want to talk about just stick around, stay committed, stay in it. Because it's ri- the reward is rich in God and in your relationships. Yeah. If you do that, w- when you talk about just you know biblical, you know keeping it biblical here, and we'll have many episodes where we're talking about other subjects as well. But I just want to pull out. A, I know we've talked about one scripture, but I want to just cite one from First Corinthians nine, where Paul the apostle says, "Do you not know that those who run in a race all run?" but one receives the prize. So run in such a way that you may obtain it. And that, I mean, there's five verses there that are just, four verses that are just packed with, you know, Paul is saying, uh, you know, he's telling us I'm running a race right now. And so it's very biblical to know we're in, we're not in a sprint. Right. This is a marathon pace. Right. And uh, we have to, we have to train as such. We have to learn the disciplines that God wants us to learn by his grace. Yeah. So absolutely, it's um, it's a marathon pace and not a sprint. Sometimes things go seem like going fast like a sprint, but it very much is a marathon 
run that we're a part of with all those highs and lows that people that are listening to us or that have done it who have run a marathon, they know what it means in the physical to run a marathon. Uh, everything gets released and the, the moments where they don't want to keep going. So it's right. all part of it. Right. No, it's really good. Yeah. Not withdrawing. Right. We're going to talk a little bit about that, too, is when it's it's feels like it's easy because you can stick around in a community and still withdraw. Um in different ways in, in your heart towards the Lord and with people, you know, too. And I know we've got more scripture for that as well. Um, but really, this is what this podcast is about, is to encourage you who are listening to run the marathon. And so, we, yeah, we've got different practical things we want to talk about, too. I think we're going to talk about pray reading the scripture and how that keeps your heart alive. And um, we've just got a, a bunch of different things that we've talked about over the years that we really want to get into. Um as we keep going. So is there anything else you want to kind of mention about why, you know, why we're doing this, why we're having these conversations? And I, I think for me, I think about many conversations. I, again, as I mentioned this earlier, many conversations that I've had with, with people to, um, when we're talking about their life in God and the difficulties, I find myself telling them to just stay with the Lord in this. Don't come up with conclusions right? based upon who likes you, who doesn't like you. Uh, the money came, the money didn't come, the position came, the position didn't come. Um, is this working any longer, especially in the context of the house of prayer reality? Yeah. But in a, even in a ministry component for people that are serving in their local church at any in any area, there's so many ups and downs in that. And... Um, Finding our reward in obeying, obeying, obeying Jesus, and um, again, there's different situations. There's sometimes that the Lord doesn't want you to stick around. Right. Let's be honest, yeah, you know. True. But at the end of the day, I think we do miss out. I know there's so many things that I could have missed out on in my life in my early twenties, thirties, where if I didn't have somebody just telling me to, they didn't t- say stick around, but they would bring these Bible verses out that encourage my heart to, to stay in it. That's yeah. just another phrase. So, it's interesting because I think about the humil- humility it takes to stick around. Because it requires honest conversations, <laughs> with the Lord and with others. Yeah, you know you have to be willing to admit. Yeah, I'm weak in areas. You know, like, which is not normal. I mean, we you know it's not normal in any setting really. We none of us want to admit that. But there's something about leaning into the Lord in the midst of that. Like, Lord, I really don't have it to keep showing up. I need you to help me do this. And then, like you said, there's obviously there's times where the Lord says, you need to go somewhere else. Sure. And that's good to do. And we, But you but most of the time, that's just us. <laughs> I think I think a lot of times it's like that's just me saying I got to get out of here. I'll feel way better if I just get out of here. And. Often the Lord's like, that's actually not what's best for you. That's not the best thing for you to do. I think even in the I've got to get out of here requires a meekness and humility on me when I want to get out of a situation to go to those that I'm running with and actually make myself vulnerable to say, I want to get out of here. I yeah, feel like the Lord's good. leading me. Should wh- Can you, uh, you love me? Wh- can we? Can you walk with me through this? Right. So we we have a, a younger generation that hasn't 
maybe altogether experience what it means to be loved um, in the midst of some of these struggles and, and weaknesses of when things are going up and down and having that safe environment, whether it's home. Right. You know, so. Right, because that's where you learn that, right, is in the home. I mean, for me, I can speak personally to that. I know they're just growing up with you and mom. You know, it sucked when there were failures in my life that I had to come talk to you guys about, but I knew I could. And it was it was safe for me to, even though it stung, it hurt, the whatever the thing was that I failed at, um, it was still the safety of being able to, I knew I was accepted in it. And they're still fighting the shame and the, and the lies that come into that, but... You know, that was something I think in our household that was really, for me, it was alive. It was like, oh, I knew it, it was hard, and but I knew I could. It was safe for me to express those things. And still, even now, it is, you know, like, I don't feel like, I feel like it, give, it gave me the experience I needed to know how God's heart was postured towards me. Actually, just growing up in that, in, Absolutely. in the house, for sure. Yeah. Um, but that's another challenge, too, is like, you know, for leaders, how do leaders keep their heart posture towards those that fail? Like, that's a really challenging question. Very challenging for leaders. It's not because no one belongs to us. You know, we'll say that a lot, too. It's like nobody belongs to me. Nobody belongs to you. The Lord leads people into our area, so to speak, to that's steward right. and love and shepherd. But none of them belong to me, you know, right. and so it's, I think it's so important that as we encourage people, hey, stick around, we're telling them, don't leave, you know, when things get hard, because we love you, we care about you, and at the same time, you're like, but <laughs> if the Lord leads you, we're open-handed, like this is, you don't belong to us, and I think it's good, I just say that straight up to people, I just tell them, I go, hey, you don't belong to us, yet you belong, right, like you, right, you belong, but you're not mine, like there's no control going on here so difficult to as a as a leader yeah um and that's a whole podcast episode we could talk about just that things i've learned as a leader over the last 30 35 years as right. a pastor um is it's so hard for leaders to to trust the lord in those things yeah so that's well because you need good. people right like to you do about. need people and you need a, a family to build together what god's asking you to do so you're like lord i Thank you for sending these people. And then it's like, if they go, how do you respond? It's, and it comes back to knowing our who's really running the show, which is. And he just asks Lord. us to steward. That's it. Who he sends, shepherd them, love them, care for the flock. Yeah, you know. it's good. So talk about that a little bit. I know we've mentioned. So what we're talking about on this podcast, but experience in ministry for you, which is a I know it's a big question, but like just a real summary, 30 plus years in ministry, right? Um, can you give us Around a quick that. rundown on that? And then after that, I want to just list off some of our episodes that are going to come up um, down the road that we can talk about. So what do, you want, what do you want me to address a little bit? Just Say like your again, history please. in ministry. So you've been doing ministry since when? 19. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I know. Because you can speak to yeah. this as the, you know, like there's so many different situations over the years I'm sure you've been in where you've been like, uh, let me go do something else. <laughs> you <laughs> know, know? A, a good friend of mine told me just in light of that, he goes, you know, your resume is that you're still doing it. Right. I'm 55 now. Yeah. Started when I was 19. Yep. And, 
And there's a lot of people like myself that are still putting their hearts in front of Jesus. Right, that, are, that have been faithful. There's so many that are out there that are doing it. More than we realize. Definitely. Um, and so the valuable things that I've learned, of course, I didn't understand them until later. That's how it goes. Through my 20s and 30s and even 40s, not only being single doing ministry, getting married doing ministry, having children doing ministry, doing it while I was in the marketplace working. Right. Um, because that's how the Lord led me through some of those years. Um, you learn your who you really are. I think the biggest thing is identity, it's mm. which is what we're going to be talking about yeah. a lot during these podcast right. episodes. Right. I had to realize that, again, going back to this isn't how I planned it, Lord, on some things. So I feel like what the Lord is and still doing in my life, he's working identity in me, yeah. whose I am, his, and trusting his leadership right. through this whole thing. Yeah. That's what always c- comes down to, trusting him as a right. leader. Not right. just that he loves me, right. but that his leadership is perfect right. in my life. I could have never articulated that at 20, 22, probably not even when I was 30. Right. Looking back now, I'm much more quicker to go, oh, am I trusting your leadership today? Yeah. Right, because once your identity gets settled, you become more settled in your soul, too, which is what usually is what causes us to want to either, you know, not stay faithful to the Lord, right, is because we're not, we're actually not relating to Him right, and our failures speak louder than His truth and, and who He is to us. So it really is all about identity, being able to stay committed, like, again, not just to a group of people, more importantly, staying faithful to Jesus, because yeah. I feel like right now in culture, we see so many people. Um, I have so many friends um, that I love that are ev- have even walked away because their life circumstances didn't look the way they thought it would with Jesus. But the more that I'm learning and as I'm leading and doing these different things, it's that my circumstances don't determine who God is to me. It's the word of God that determines who God is and what actually I have going on inside of me. I, it's not what I have going on all around me. If we all base it off of that, like what consistency is there? There, there's not. It's it's really what is, what's the state of my of my um, of my soul? Like, am, am I rejoicing in my soul and settled there and knowing who I am and yeah. at rest, even though all these the winds blow troubles come which i love jesus talks about that he says hey don't be don't let your heart be troubled i mean he tells us that right he's like this is gonna happen it's it's not new it's not your heart will be troubled it's just what's gonna happen and unfortunately it's almost like we think if we get jesus our life just poof becomes awesome when which isn't the case if we stay in front of the word we see that but what we do see is that there's a deeper thing that can happen in us as we stay leaned into him and trusting his leadership there's actually something way more valuable that we get than just having everything go right yeah (laughs) which if everything just goes right we it doesn't really benefit us anyways because there's no real growth there anyways yeah right sometimes the worst thing that could happen for when 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 we're younger is for everything to go right yeah so that when because we just don't develop that trust in the Lord. Right. Well, I mean, that's what we hit when, uh, for me in my heart, 
specifically when we moved up here. Lord, I've got all the prophetic words. I've got all of the scripture on this. I've got everything's looking like this is just going to happen. You move us up here. And then it's like nothing. That's how I felt in my heart. I went, well, then is this really, is this really it? And the Lord's like, yeah, how will you live before me right now when you're waiting on me? I think one of the things that happens to us is we get restless and disillusioned. Yeah, that's good. And when we're, we're either restless in our emotions and again, that can happen at any age. Right. But we're restless. And sometimes we define that restlessness as though the Lord's wanting to do something different than what the last thing he told us to do. I remember <laughs> I remember when I was in my 20s, one of the best things I ever heard, probably heard it, somebody preach it somewhere like, if you want to know that you're with the Lord, what was the last thing that he asked you to do? And are you doing it? Yeah, that's I good. fall back on that all the time in my life when things are difficult now. I go back to what was the last thing the Lord told me to do yeah. and am I doing it? That's good. And until I hear something different, I'm not moving no matter what's coming. Right. That's so good because a lot of times, we, well, we are, we're looking for the way out. Constantly. I think sometimes we're like, God, give me a new word so that I can get out of this thing that was so romantic to use that word. It was so exciting. It was so grand. I'm over it, Lord. Give me a new word. He's like, uh, you need new revelation of me and who I am to you, but I'm not telling you to move on from where I have you currently in your life. Yeah. We love comfort. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a whole right thing too. We love comfort. We pain. love ease yeah. and we want to avoid pain. We want to avoid discomfort. And, um, once we know who we are and that he's with us in that, you know, but we have to settle that. And that takes time. That takes yeah. things like, you know, you're going to talk about some other, podcast episodes we're going to do and hopefully they can be helpful things that you know we've we're learning i'm, I'm going to say it that way things yeah. where we are learning yeah we're uh, you never we're never not learning right right because it's not like you get the the thing from god from one great teaching and it's done right i mean i think most people get that um and i think people who are most successful are those who desire to learn which at the core of that is humility. And so that is, yeah, we are learning and just sharing the lessons, I think, along the way, you know, and, and hopefully it changes the learning curve for some people, you know, if it right, can, right. right? So, um, yeah, I really love that. So some of those other topics we're going to get into is we're going to talk about really how to make prayer enjoyable. Mm. Um you know, why prayer is at the center of everything we have to do. Um, I know I'm going to, I won't be able to help talk about John 15, nine when we talk about that, because it's just such the, the desire or the, really the, the, en the engine that makes my life go is knowing how God feels about me, which uh, that's for everybody. Right. But that's something sure. he's been revealing in my heart. And then we're going to look at what it means to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. What are some practical things? Because we want to make it really practical for people, too, that are listening. We don't want to just say, hey, here are these great ideas and thoughts, but actually give you, like, practical things and resources that you can do regularly that will enhance your life in God and keep you steady. Um, you know, understanding God's love is another one. We're going to talk right. about how to overcome shame, yeah. which I think is so huge. Um, that'll probably be multiple episodes right because i mean how do you r r i mean 
It should be. It's so huge. Yeah, so there's so many topics, obviously, that we can get into, and uh, anyone who knows us knows we'll probably get off um, on some bunny trails, too, but, you know, fantasy football or who knows what will come up. But, no, but really, we want to go over these topics I just mentioned, um, like you were saying, to help people's hearts persevere um, and to continue on. I know we were talking about um, Hebrews ten thirty five. Why don't we hit on that for a second? Yeah, that's kind of the verse that we thought when we were thinking about this Just Stick Around podcast. Uh, Hebrews ten thirty five through 39. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you've done the will of God, you may receive the promise. That's good. And... Um, I think in light of the podcast and what we want to help help hopefully be help to people is don't throw away the confidence that God's given you. You yeah. may not feel like you have it, but right. the writer of Hebrews says don't cast it away. Don't disregard it um, because you have need of endurance, which is the whole reality of running a marathon. Back to what Paul the Apostle was saying. Run away, run, run in a way this life as a follower of Christ to obtain obtain the prize yeah or the promise yeah and i love i love that it says but we are not of those who draw back um in verse 39 you know those who believe to the saving of the soul and so in order you know for my soul to receive the promise that jesus has promised to me i can't draw back we can't afford to draw back meaning I can't afford to isolate myself. I can't afford to not continue to press in, even when it's difficult, because he's doing something deep. He's doing a deep work. It's so funny. It's not a quick, you got saved, here's check one, two, three, and you're off. It's the Lord's doing something deep in us, and when something deep is happening, it should take time. It does take endurance. It is worth it. You know, sticking around is worth it. Continuing to con- press in and go for the Lord, p- push, um, it's worth it. That's why I love that verse 39. It says, we are not of those who draw back. Yeah, it's so good. So, um, <coughs> yeah, I mean, anything else you want to add? I'm, I'm really excited. I, th- I mean, we're just getting started, obviously, but there's so many things I feel like the Lord's going to bring up. Um, as we're learning um, about how to run this marathon. Um, and, yeah. yeah, we'll keep it coming for you guys. And so stick around and stay tuned for the next episode. And, right. um, you know, just got to, real quick before we do this, I got to give a shout-out to Irina and Horatio, really, who made this possible, all the hard work that they're doing, because yep. the Lord knows we could not set this uh, up on no our own. There's no chance. So we love you guys. We're thankful for both Basically of you. you. Said, can you just p- set up chairs and set everything up? We'll <laughs> sit in the chairs and just talk. Yeah, we'll do the easy part. We'll just talk. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for where this goes. Me and too. Just stick around.